Hello, welcome to Podcast First Player, episode 115. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and joining me as always is a man who has realised life is nothing like The Sims. He's high-fived a girl 30 times on the bus today, and she still won't sleep with him. It's only bloody Dan. It's a true story. It is true. <laughs> this is actually a genuine true story. Yeah, I mean, it might have worked if I'd have carried on longer, but someone dragged me off. Yeah, it was, it was just shouting, whoopee! <laughs> <laughs> You all right? Yeah, I'm pretty good, man. We haven't done a podcast in a few old bloody weeks. Let's, it let's has, just get down to it. Yeah. yeah, let's get on with the thing. News. Um, no, this oh. podcast is brought to you by CD Keys. Boo. And, unlo- <laughs> <laughs> and unlike Hitler's gas prices, you can save money on Call of Duty World War Two on PC for just thirty nine seventy nine. That's a saving of ten pound twenty, which is an absolute bloody bargain. Is is that what they told you to say? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, just for reference, um, I get told, I get sent the the uh, the sales and stuff, and I just make the shit up. <laughs> yeah, I think as much. So uh, yeah. Anyway, just some news. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, the Xbox One X is available now, Dan, and the reviews are in. Um, the overall reviews for Microsoft's new console are pretty good. Thought they would praise it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, most praise and apparent side the new little box, but most of the negatives are also in kind of the same boat. Um, as head Xbox, uh, as Xbox head, sorry, Phil Spencer suggested, the Xbox One X shares a lot in common with the company's high-end Xbox One Elite controller. Uh, both design, uh, both devices are designed for enthusiasts through and through, and are priced accordingly, which makes the cheaper Xbox One S a better fit for most people. Which Everyone kind of said before it was even in anybody's hands, so that's not that was a given. Um, the Xbox One X isn't perfect from what's been said so far. Its load times don't live up to Microsoft's claims at all. Um, basically, they said it was 50% faster than the Xbox One, um, and a lot of the reviews tested this with playing like Gears of War and shit on uh, the Xbox One S and the X. And it was literally, um, a lot of those things were like about three or four seconds faster, which doesn't equate to 50%. Um, and some reviews also noticed some poor HDR implementation. Uh, if you own on a, if you game on a 1080p TV and don't have plans to upgrade to 4K, the cheaper Xbox One S is going to be a better fit. And while you will get some graphical enhancements with the X, you don't get your money's worth if you don't have a 4K HDR TV. If you do, however, own a 4K HDR TV and an original Xbox One, most reviewers only recommend getting the X if you have the disposable cash to spare for the increased visual fidelity and the performance benefits. So overall, pretty damn good, but not quite the uh, tremendous thing that it's been hyped up to be. But I, th- I think if you haven't got an Xbox, it's not a bad route to go down. Probably not. If you, if you don't own a PC that can play um, 4K gaming... Or you don't um, want to get one. Or you don't want one, yeah. Um, while we're on the subject, though, Dan, just as Microsoft's new system is hitting still shells, Sony has not so coincidentally announced a new PlayStation 4 Pro bundle, dubbed the only on PlayStation bundle. It consists of a PlayStation 4 Pro and uh, a host of PS4 exclusive games released this year, which include Uncharted The Lost Legacy, Gran Turismo Sport, Wipeout Omega Collection, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Horizon's new DLC expansion, The Frozen Wilds, and it is priced at £450, the exact same price that an Xbox One X costs without any games. Yes. So I, I sense a little bit of sneakery there, a little a little bit of uh, buggery. Possibly, little school duggery. Yeah, hey, um, but on a whole, not bad, not bad at all. Yeah, and uh, I still think if you own a PC, there's l- no point, no point. No, any of the exclusives. Well, well, good PC anyway. <laughs> the majority of the exclusives you're gonna be able to get anyway. Yeah, you you, you got your gears. You got. Uh, I think even Halo has been announced um, that it'll be on PC. Uh, all all the big. The big hitters are going to be available on PC via the Play Anywhere scheme, so not really a massive point. I still think a PS4 Pro Switch PC setup is the way to go. Yeah, get the best of everything. Can't complain unless you haven't got any money, in which case don't waste it. Yeah, just 
pay your bills and <laughs> you've got a phone just use blue phone yeah speaking of phones dan razor have come out with a new phone well i say a new phone their first phone razor what the guys who made the bloody mouses and stuff oh indeed they do billy do why on earth would they make a phone what a weird i'm, I'm glad they have a weird dan. tangent i'm glad they have is it all it lit the... up and cool uh to be fair it's quite it's a nice looking phone but it, it's not it's not going to make you double take and go ooh what's that it's just a nice looking phone. Um, is that what I've got? You haven't got a razor, Dan. <laughs> no, not the phone the penis. I believe. No, no, I haven't. Sorry, I just, I just, I was just checking on the bottom then, just to see if that's what I had. It's not. No. <laughs> Apologies for breaking the momentum. Then carry on. Well, basically, um, I'm, I think it was last year, year before maybe, um, Razer um, purchased the uh, phone, the American phone company, um, I think it's next bit, Robin, something like that. Robin? Um, yeah. It's like next bit Robin, something. I can't remember off the top of my head. Sure. I haven't wrote this down. Um, but basically, it looks very similar, um, like a larger version of their previous phone before they was acquired by Razer. Um, it is the very the first phone to have. Are you ready, Dan? A camera. Hundred no, hundred and twenty uh, hertz refresh rate screen, making it the fastest um, mobile like that. Well, phone screen ever. Um, everything is super quick. Everything's super fast. It's got eight gig RAM, uh, Snapdragon eight thirty five processor, and uh, it looks nice and tight, tasty. It's uh, aimed as a gaming phone. And as such, the likes of Square Enix and uh, Peoples are making games specifically for the uh, the Razer Mobile, as it's called. And it looks really nice. I was really tempted to get it, but it's only on three. Fuck three. So I'm hoping. Also, um, it does indeed, well, specs-wise at least, uh, dicks all over the iPhone X, um, which obviously, we, as we know, costs a thousand pounds. For the entry level model, um, the Razer costs six nine nine. That's still a lot. That's well, that's sim free. That's if you buy it outright, obviously. Um, when I did have a look, you could get the phone for forty nine pound up front and forty one pound a month. That's only a few quid more than mine. Yeah, but it does look really nice. I'm hope if I can get it sim free, I'm hoping it'll work on uh, any network. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm, I am seriously going to look into it because it looks really, really nice. Um, but yeah, that's it on phones. Unless you've downloaded any cool games. Um, I've actually been playing quite a few games on the old phone. Oh, really, Dan? This might be a, uh, a delayed return to our fantastic feature. Get your apps out. Get your apps out. That, your apps that out, thing maybe. we did like once that time. There's definitely a jingle in there somewhere. I'm thinking maybe the uh, the, the tune from Get Your Rocks Off. Get your raps out, get your raps out, oh, Danny. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. That's, there you go, bang, sold. Next. Uh, what have we been playing? Right. Well, I don't know what you've been playing. Let <laughs> me finish. Right, so oh, okay. there's a Stranger Things game. It's like an 8 oh, yeah. uh game that came out a, it was a couple of weeks before season two came out on Netflix for Stranger mm. Things. It's pretty good, actually. It's just sort of a general top down York Hopper. and I've only got Hopper and Lucas so far. Um, it's, like, it's like Zelda with a big fist. Yeah, kind of, yeah. There's little puzzles to solve, and it's just all you know, set in the in Hawkins and in the Upside Down. It's pretty cool. I've also been playing Flipping Knife, where it's just it's it's it sells itself as having the the most realistic knife physics in a game. Okay, and you basically more so just, than Goldeneye. <laughs> yeah, definitely more so than Goldeneye. Jeez, um, but you just like flip a, the knife up, and it spins around, and then lands back down, and you've got to do that like as many times as you can. Fun little thing while you're having a poo. Um, I've also been, yes. I've also been playing Hungry Shark. I had that years ago. Redownloaded it again not too oh, long yeah. ago. Hungry Shark's awesome. Eating people, yeah. eating birds, eating fish and stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, mainly, though, I've been playing ZG Survival, which is okay. zombie zombie gunship survival, where the whole okay. premise of the game is like, you know, there's, there's all the... What was that one with the, the first person where you like running through an endless cornfield? Oh, man. I used to play... Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you that. mean. Um, well, this, you're in an AC-130 airplane gunship and you unlock uh, different guns for the actual side of the plane but you've got ground troops and you oh, yeah. you basically point them in the right direction and they go over and they've got to steal resources from a place 
but the zombies that are trying to get them and you've got to sort of lay down covering fire and you get loads of um loads of different types of weaponry but then there's like rarity levels on those as well um, okay. but you you know you you go on raids um you you know, get a bunch of supplies and you can bring those back um, they do a bunch of events as well, so when you kill more and more people, you unlock boxes that you unlock. Uh, so when you open them, you get like different kinds of rare loot and stuff like that. Um, don't know why I'm I'm kind of so addicted for it. Again, it's a great poing game because it's just <laughs> you can just sort of let your body do its thing, and you're just mini gunning zombies down. It's pretty awesome. I love it. Um, oh, I think that's about enough. it, though. I, I don't actually think um, I haven't played no, a lot lately so. on my phone. I'm still playing Pocket More. Is yeah, and I've got I, the original um, Sonic as well because obviously Android and I think iOS as well are that like Sega are releasing like one free game a month or something. Yes. Sega Forever. Yeah, so I got what have I got. Um, I got the original Sonic. I got Comic Zone. Comic Zone's awesome. Yeah, um, Such a good I think game. I, I think I was gonna it was either Ninja Gaiden or something like that, hmm. but um, I don't think I actually got around to uh, to downloading it. But yeah, there's, there's, so keep your eye out on the uh, sort of mobile stores. They're absolutely free. You can pay for a ad-free version if you want to, or you just sort of like if you want to save the game, you watch an ad. You know, when you start the game, you watch an ad, that kind of thing. Yeah. If you don't like ads, it's like one ninety-nine or something to get it. So if you're a fan of sort of like old Sega games, it's worth it if your phone's pretty decent, you've got a big enough screen on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good fun. Um, moving on, Dan, because uh, I haven't played anything. <clears throat> um, oh, I started playing Deus Ex Go. Again. <laughs> right. Again, another good pooing game. Uh, <laughs> that that's it. seems to be the only time I play. Well, why that. else would you? Oh uh, yeah, you know, you can sit, you can play on your on your, on your bloody uh, PS4. You play on your PC. Hmm. You're not going to sit and play on your phone. No, not at all. That's crazy. Um, something we touched on yesterday, Dan, as mm. we were laying in bed together. <laughs> I um, knew there was going to be a penis joke <laughs> in there somewhere. Marvel is in, uh, well, Disney are in talks to uh, purchase 20th Century Fox. Ha! Better get those X-Men ready, boys. They're coming <laughs> for it. <laughs> I thought you were going to follow up something a bit more in-depth, but yeah. Um, no, no, it's, I, think it's, I think it's good news. I, I do and I don't. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, if I'm honest. I think there's going to be these talks, and then I think it's... Worst best case scenario is they're going to lease the characters out like they Sony did with Spider Man. Mm. Um, it, looking at it as a business point of view, because you Fox are a businessman, obviously, Dan. Yeah. Um, just remember, you can go to CD Keys and uh, save money on Call of Duty World War Two on PC for just thirty nine seventy nine. That is a saving of ten pounds twenty. That doesn't make you um, a businessman just because you <laughs> hey plugged the link for something. <laughs> what you took away the discount that they told you that you you could get with a code? Yeah. Wow. Alan yeah. Sugar, man, he should be quaking in his fucking boots, shouldn't he? <laughs> he did. To be fair, I was having a poo playing Deus Ex Go, and he texted me and said nothing. Anyway, um... <laughs> I'm glad you stopped that dead in its tracks. Yeah. Well done. Um, looking at it. From a business point of view, Fox would be ridiculous to lose Deadpool, Legion, um, even the Gifted. Um, even the X-Men franchise is still bringing in the money. Mm. Not that it's so, not bringing in the uh, thumbs up, though, is it? Oh, I think if it was me, I would just give up the Fantastic Four. <laughs> um, probably the X-Men, to be honest, because... Let's be honest, with the exception of Logan, when was the last good, like, actually genuinely good X-Men film? X2. There you go. So, whilst the, the, the reboots have been enjoyable, and were miles better than the Oh, last First time, Class, obviously. X2's better than First Class. Bollocks, is it? It definitely is, X- 100%. First Class is well better. Nah. Was well better. You've already lost on the fact that you decide to speak like a chav. <laughs> well, better man, <laughs> in it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so they could probably lose the X Men. Um, Jackman's bowed down now, which is another bad thing because he said he wanted to do an Avengers film, and uh, then he bowed down, and then apparently 
he might have got a chance. But I imagine if they rang him up and went, do you want to be in an Avengers film? And he went, yeah. <laughs> Give me them fucking claws. Stitch them into me like, if you need to. It's like, bloody wood, mate. That was a great Australian accent there. Thanks, I assume that was a recording from Hugh Jackman that you just played it back. It genuinely wasn't, Dan. I'm, oh, really? <laughs> I'm glad you was impressed. Oh, yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, some big fella from uh, Disney had already said they won't do an R-rated film. So that's Deadpool out. Uh, X-Force, that's apparently... Um, I don't know if it's in production or just in plans, but that's not going to happen. Um, the Gambit film might not happen. Or maybe they'll just take back rights to proprietary characters and just say... That's what I mean. Maybe if they just lease out certain characters. Mm. So if, it, or, if or they just say, look, we want basically our rights back to use them as and when we see fit. So mm. if they say, we want to make another X-Men film, and they go, okay, no problem, we won't use X-Men. However, you're not doing anything with the Fantastic Four at the moment. We're going to bring them in instead. Yeah. Something well, that's like that. the thing, though, isn't it? Because the, if they don't use the Fantastic Four for a certain amount of time, they actually lose the rights. So if they don't want to give up the Fantastic Four, Fox are going to have to make another Fantastic Four at some point. Otherwise, the rights will revert back anyway. Right. Um, I don't know how long it, it could be fucking five million years. I don't know how long it is. But if they don't want to give them up, they will have to make another film. And... I'd rather they didn't, to be honest. I'd, I'd rather they didn't. I'd rather they lose the rights. To be honest, <laughs> if it's literally a case of we just don't want to lose the rights, this is going to be a lot of... They're going to have to spend money on a film that they know is probably not going to sell very well. Yeah, either they, they stick to it and they try and actually salvage it, or they just mm. rush it out the door just to keep it. Yeah, yeah. And only if they actually go, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do it properly this time, we'll make a really, really good one, then maybe... You know, I can kind of be on board with them keeping it, but as as of yet, they've yet to prove that they can really kind of do anything with the characters. But bear in mind, though, that when the first two Fantastic Four films came out, there wasn't really kind of like a big superhero hold over the, yeah. the blockbusters. You yeah. know, because like now, you know, as soon as there's a new X Men or there's a new Marvel film or Black Panther or whatever, people go, "Brilliant! Let's get in there. Let's go and see that. It's going to be amazing." Yeah. Whereas when they would have come out, it would have still been sort of like, oh, you know, Spider-Man was pretty good and the X-Men is cool. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it wouldn't have been preaching to the right kind of crowds. Whereas now everyone's obviously a fucking expert. Well, that's the thing. I, th- this is why I think it, we spoke about, I don't know if it was on the podcast or what, but I think this is the reason why Hellboy didn't do as well financially as it should have done. Because, I mean, Hellboy was a great film. Oh, absolutely it is, yeah. But at the time... There wasn't really a market for superhero blockbusters. Um, I don't know if you'd call it a blockbuster, but it had a reasonable budget. Mm. Um, obviously, now you've got your Guardians and the Iron Man, Spider-Man, the X-Men and stuff. It's, I mean, Fox have churned out some good ones. And you've got X2. Um, I'll give you First Class. That's all right. Um, obviously, Logan, Deadpool. But then you, you, you compare those films to... The heavy hitters that Disney have churned out. Yeah. There's been a lot more. Don't get me wrong, the Thor films, minus Ragnarok, because I haven't seen it, but I've heard very good things. Um, the Thor films, I didn't particularly like. Iron Man 2 and 3, I didn't particularly love. Um, everything else has been pretty good. Spider Man Homecoming, not really that very good either. Yeah, absolutely. Abysmal Guardians was sort of shit. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Actually, DC. Sell the rights to DC. They'll yeah. have to do with them. I want the Suicide Squad fighting the Fantastic Four. I want Zack Snyder just directing every film from every company. Do you Disney, know what? Do you know what? Everything. If, if, if Fox managed to get someone like Tarantino to go in and yeah. do a Fantastic Four film, I'd watch the living shit out of that. That would be amazing. Well, I've heard um, from... I haven't heard from Ben Affleck, but I've read (laughs) from Ben Affleck that since uh, uh, Whedon's taken over directing duties for Justice League, Mm. he has said it's uh, such a better film. And I can believe it, to be honest. Well, well, they they get someone who's actually worked on a film with exactly this kind of crazy premise before, and they go, hmm... One of the most successful films of all time. Maybe we can get that director. And then they come in and go, 
wow, this is better. And you go, really? I wonder but, why. But, considering the film was finished... <laughs> no, well, no. They've had to reshoot a bit of it. Yeah. But so, I, I think it's about half or something, I think. Better could so be... It's a reasonable amount, anyway. But that, that better could just be, it was pretty dog shit. Now it's all right. Yeah, now it's tolerable. <laughs> yeah. Or it so could it have still been, could be it's all right, it wasn't as good as Wonder Woman, say, but now... It's maybe it is Guardians level, maybe it is Avengers level. Oh, I, don't know. I, I, don't I still don't think so. To be perfectly that's, honest, that's incredible fucking hype there. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm still. Yeah, I mean, man, I don't want to get into this again, but Every, no, no, we are because we haven't done a Batman podcast for such a long time. Oh, no, because it was all over. Because Batman vs Superman came out, and we were like, oh, thank God, we don't have to talk about this fucking film anymore. We've finally seen it. Suicide Squad. And then Wonder Suicide Squad. <laughs> Wonder Woman was great, right? No, but it brings us back onto Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah. But then it's just sort of like, oh, well, why weren't the rest of them this good, for fuck's sake? <laughs> and like, the, the Batman in. film, I cannot wait for. Because yeah. I, I love this um, Ben Affleck Batman. He is yeah. a murderer, sure. But I want to give them the chance to explain themselves, right? Hmm. I think that they've they've got a great-looking guy... Like, you know, physically, you know, he's got a great screen presence. The costume looks amazing. The Batmobile's a bit, bleh, but I kind of, I'm on board with it still, sure. Yeah. Even though it's just got machine guns on it, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's the whole Robin thing. And, you know, there's a lot of sort of, like, mystery caught up just around that. And that's what I want to see. I want to explain what, they, what they're all about before you go, here's a big team-up film with Aquaman, yeah. Flash, and Cyborg people that you've never ever met before we've got to do all of their backstories because all we've seen from so far is an attachment on an email yeah i i saw a clip on instagram um that they posted then if you want to know it's not really a spoiler it's just alfred and bruce talking yeah um so semi spoilers um alfred i, I didn't catch what alfred said because the clip kind of starts halfway through uh, but bruce is basically saying um, Superman was an alien, um, but he was more human than we was. Uh, he was no, he was more human than I am. Um, he's got all this tremendous power, but he he got a job. He got a, he got a fucking love life, and he, he tried to settle and just be like us. Um, the world needs Superman. So like, okay, so maybe that's like a turning point of him just going yeah. fucking out, and maybe I'm doing the wrong thing here. Yeah, I've got a feeling. The the events at the end of BVS. I mean, it kind of it did kind of hint on it a little bit when he's talking to Wonder Woman at the end. Yeah. Um, but I've got, I've got a feeling it's going to be he sacrificed himself to save the world. Maybe I shouldn't be shooting people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I could do this a different way. But however, as a contrary to that though, I want to see the crime statistics in Gotham. With a murderous yeah. Batman, like yeah. if he was being effective, I'd say don't be a pussy, keep the guns, make more guns, be full on Thomas Wayne, right? Yeah. Murder everybody, punisher it, and if you manage to sort Gotham out, then you are the hero, even though you are a murderous bastard. <laughs> if you go, oh man, Superman, he he killed that one guy and then a bunch of other guys. <laughs> but well, that's it. Yeah, let's compare the the death count. From Batman going around killing villains and bad guys, and then the death count from Superman destroying Metropolis. <laughs> oh, I was talking about like fucking, you know, he, he kills Zod straight out. Yeah, yeah. And then snaps he, him up good and proper. He goes to the like the desert where Lois is, and then like he's throwing people like through fucking walls and things. <laughs> They're not surviving that. They yeah. can't do right. That, that's someone who can throw a train at you. And he's just throwing, like flying you through a wall. Unless yeah. he took the entire brunt of that thing, it, 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 he's dead, right? Yeah. And then, like, but yeah, I mean, there's, I don't think there's anyone else that he sort of like specifically attacks. But yeah, yeah I, think, I mean, uh, mostly like indirect. Yeah, it's it's just building damage and that sort yeah. of stuff. And when it comes up, it's like, oh, dozens killed. It's like dozens. <laughs> Are you fucking bonkers? There wasn't dozens killed. Like Batman that was just, just a normal killed dozens day. in a warehouse. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd say that there's probably a couple maybe that he's like really fucked up. I, I mean, the know. guy that he hit so hard that he put his head through the floor. I imagine he's got more than a headache, to be honest. 
Yeah, he's definitely paralysed <laughs> at the very least. Yeah, and then like he, he like he grabs a massive crate that he's put someone else through, and then throws it and smacks a guy in the head with it. Yeah, I mean, you don't really walk that stuff off. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm pretty sure I said this on like the Batman vs Superman podcast thing. I was just like, that Batman is like such an effective fighter because yeah. once he hits them, they're out. So he yeah, can take on a room full of fifteen dudes, and he can just knock every motherfucker out. But then he also blew two of them up with a grenade. <laughs> well, the the guys that um, when he when he like grapples the car and he's just dragging them through. The oh yeah, they're and dead. Stuff. They're totally yeah. dead. They have to be dead. But then like, he flies into the Batwing with two mini guns on the front <laughs> that are spinning round and just cuts all those cars in half. It, to be fair, I mean, like in the Dark Knight Returns um, comic and the the animated film. Like he specifically mentions that it's rubber bullets. <laughs> it's like, like in this, it's like it's clearly not. Yeah, but can you imagine if if they survived and then they're ringing up their insurance and six bladed? Oh, Batman! <laughs> Batman shot me fifty times with his rubber bullet minigun. I'm gonna drag my car through Gotham and <laughs> through buildings and into a. Uh, into another building where yeah that guy like the security guy when he's in the uh, the little shack thing and the car just goes straight in yeah he's dead yeah <laughs> it's just like well what happened he stabbed me in the shoulder and then he flipped me around and threw me through a wall um, so now I can't walk anymore but you're still coming into work right <laughs> yeah but that's the thing like I'm I, I'm totally like I'm okay with all of that as long as the solo Batman movie explains it yeah, if it literally gets to a point and it's like maybe it's a Robin death or whatever. That would make the where, most sense. That it has where to be just that, goes, Well, it's clearly not fucking working what I'm doing. And then goes on his merry way of vigilanteism to Frank Castle's uh, yeah. song. Maybe you watched season two of Daredevil and it was just like, he's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's a, there's a bit where Bruce Wayne's just sat watching Netflix. <laughs> he's like, this guy's got some good ideas. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. I've got the money for it, bloody hell. <laughs> There's a funny uh, Dorkly video with uh, Daredevil, and he's on a rooftop, and uh, he's talking to someone, and like, who are you? He's like, I'm Daredevil. He's like, what, why? And uh, he's going on, like, he's been blind, and he's got, like, sonar and stuff. Like, so you Batman? He's like, no, Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blind as a Batman. <laughs> But yeah, um, what were we on about? Marvel, Disney, Fox. Oh yeah. Um, have you been watching The Gifted? Uh, I watched. That's the one with the family, right? There's so many yeah, out yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I'm yeah. genuinely starting to lose track of them all. Um, yeah, it's, it's the one with the uh, the guy from True Blood. I don't know. I don't watch that. I, is it, say, is I, it, I don't watch the, it. The, the dad's with the the, the dad is a, a a prosecutor for yeah. mutants, basically. It's the one with Magneto's door. Yeah. Um so I watched I watched three of those and I thought it's fine. It's reasonable. It's you know, good, it's, it's, it's not right. it's not the worst thing in the world by any means. It's certainly not Legion. It's certainly not Daredevil. It's a, it's a different breed, isn't it? It is, but uh, that's the thing. I think it's supposed to be more accessible. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. If you didn't like Legion but you like comic book shows, you probably will like the gifted. Yeah, I mean, this it's definitely more X Men orientated. As in, there's like there's a bunch of people with a bunch of powers. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. where Legion was just sort of like, we, we we have to make a show about that's set in the X Men universe about Professor Xavier's son, but we can't mention the X Men and yeah. we can't really mention mutants. Oh, you see, is uh, you see the wheelchair? You do, but that, again, that's like in the last episode. Yeah, and it's only alluded to. No one mentions him. That. No, 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 they don't, do they? No. But he was on a chat show. Um, yeah, it was the MTV thing after Logan. Yeah, yeah. And he was yeah, just like, was... yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd totally go into Legion and be Professor Xavier. Yeah. But that's also, it's just like, here's your 31-year-old son, 89-year-old Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> hey, they made him look younger in uh, first oh, class. And they made him look even younger, uh, for last dance, sorry. That's saying yeah, he looked yeah. even younger in uh, first class. Yeah, that's because they gave him like a CGI head. <laughs> No, it was a different person. <laughs> oh well, yeah. James McAvoy. No, in, in first class they basically yeah. like, gave him a ton of makeup and then CGI'd him. It's just like, fuck yeah, yeah. don't bother. You can get away with it. You could get away with him being his son. 
It's Patrick Stewart. You just forgive it. Yeah, to be fair, he hasn't aged the day. For... He still looks like Picard. He, he absolutely does, and that's the weird thing. And that celebrated its 30th anniversary not too long ago. And I mean, he was still sort of like, he must have been like late 30s, early 40s maybe, in uh, Next Gen. Yeah, he was quite old for... Not an actor, that sounds really bad. <laughs> He's quite you know old for I mean? an actor. They're usually <laughs> no, killed I mean, off when they're 42. No, but I mean, like, it was... Because he, he did... Um, it was like his first major thing, wasn't it, I believe? Uh, Star Trek, because well, he, he was doing, like, like Royal was, Shakespeare like, Yeah, stuff. I was going to say, he's in the Royal, uh, the RSC, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think um, in terms of a big breakout, possibly so. It's certainly yeah. the first thing I ever saw him in. I, I'm going to stand by it. I don't know enough about Star Trek to say that for definite, but I am going to say... The Star Trek, the next generation, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, was Patrick Stewart's big break in um, TV I, and stuff. I, I'd say that's probably like because if if you say if he wasn't in that, what else would you know him from? Yeah, yeah. I can I can only name things after. I can name. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Star Trek, the Star Trek films, um, the one we watched together. Yeah. First class, uh, first contact. Sorry, Star first Trek. Class. First class. Yeah. Um, X Men, obviously. Um, that sitcom he did, where he's like the news anchor man. Oh, um, Blunt Talk. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. To be honest, he did something on BBC One Donkeys years ago. It's it's it like the eleventh hour or something like that. Um, it was about I can't remember what it was. Just some sort of end of the world thing, anyway. But that was pretty good. Um, actually, though, speaking of Star Trek, have you been watching any of Discovery? I've watched the first like two, and I'm incredibly behind. <laughs> well, there's a ton there. Um, thoughts, though? I mean, I'm interested to hear what you think about it. I like it, but you won't like the reason why I like it. <laughs> uh, the same reason I liked the new films. Um, they don't seem like Star Trek, if that makes sense. No, you're right. Um, and I think. The- that is what is hitting a lot of sort of hardcore Trekkies, Trekkers yeah. hard, is the fact that they're going, well, this isn't like Voyager. Ooh. But my, my argument for that is, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the best show that's ever been made. Um, no. I've got my own specific issues with it. Um, but this is something that's filmed 30, 40 years after the show was, like, in its prime and popular. Yeah. Like, TV isn't made like that anymore. There are different ways that they have to be able to capture as many people in yeah, a demographic yeah. as they can in order to make it popular enough to keep it going. Um, but the, there's like this is canon. This is an actually is in the mm. same timeline as the original series, as Generation, uh, as Next Generation, as Enterprise, as Voyager. All of them. It's in exactly the same timeline. It's not in the J.J. Yeah. Abrams uh, universe, even though it would probably make more sense. Yeah, given the it, the, the it way it feels more and everything. Abrams. Yeah, but I mean, this is my big. I didn't want to get. I didn't want to start talking about this because I know I'm just going to be talking to myself. You really. brought it up. <laughs> well, yeah, true, but whatever. Um, like this, this, like I say, you know, it's it's set before Kirk's ship, right? So in um in Enterprise, they sort of took a few liberties and they had like a few things that were touch screen, but most things were like they had a button, like a like a sort of a, a squishy button. Yeah, rather yeah. than a, a clicky button or a big light or something like that it was on the bridge of the um, on the original Enterprise. Again, that was shot like fifty years ago. Yeah. Touchscreen things just didn't exist then. Makes total sense. I'm not <laughs> picking them up on that at all. However, there were like floating holograms and stuff. Um, they have holodecks. They have something called a, my- a mycelium spore drive. They have um, like uh, like a, a digital like a, a physical piece of apparatus which uh, like simulates a Vulcan mind meld there's there's like all of this stuff that is never ever ever mentioned in any other show and it's stuff like that where I just think there has to be something, there has to be a point where they say okay all of this is now classified above top secret, like you can't have a magical warp drive that just (laughs) pops you out anywhere in the fucking galaxy you want to because then all of the warp drive is completely useless, right? Yeah, and after, I thought that they were going to stop it, um, like a few episodes in, with the big, crazy monster thing, like that. That just goes, and I was just like, okay, well they can't control it anymore. Therefore, no more mycelium spore drive, which means that they can't just randomly pop in and then poof, and then pop back out again. Yeah, but they figured out a way 
of I'm not going to spoil it for you because I know you will watch it eventually. But they, they figure out a way of basically just sort of going, it's okay, we don't need that because we'll we'll just make our own way of doing it. So that, that like because this thing is so useful, this drive, because you, you can't be detected, you just literally and you're there. So it, it's obviously a perfect wartime useful asset, right? Because that means you can just drop in, bomb the enemy, and then fuck back off again, and no one even knows where you came from, right? So there has to be a point where they say all of this stuff, all this stuff that you've invented, like because that's what discovery is. It's a science ship, so it's yeah, yeah. you know it's like super advanced. Everything that you come up with, everything that we've seen through the show, is like like blacklisted, and it's like like locked in like an Indiana Jones vault, and it's like okay, well we can never ever use this again. But they have to have a good reason as to why that is. Yeah. yeah. The only reason, the only reason that I'd let them get away with it is if. Because something that's established through quite a few of the different shows is that in the 29th century, like Next Generation of Voyager and that, they're all set in the 24th century. Hmm. In the 29th century, so 500 years in the future from them, because there's like Starfleet, you know, but there's a, a temporal division, which is like the, the, the guys who sort of like monitor the timeline. So whenever there's anything that fucks up time or the passage of time or whatever. Like Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> Yes, exactly that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they. So they go back in time and say, okay, well, there's, you know, something has happened that's not supposed to have happened, which is changing the timeline. So they'll go back, correct it, and then return back to their time. Right. And these people from the 29th century, every now and then, they will pop up and just be like, I'm from the 29th century, and everyone's like, well, you're not. That's bullshit. And then they'll like phase through a wall or something, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, you, you probably are, aren't you? Fuck. Okay. So like. These people have got the ability to come back and just say, well, don't do that because you'll ruin everything for everyone in the future, so don't do it. Yeah. Or they go back and just erase it from happening in the future, it, you know, from happening at all or whatever. So if someone from the 29th century comes back and goes, you cannot use this warp drive anymore, like, th- that's not allowed. It, it will fuck the universe forever if you carry <laughs> on using this thing. So I'm going to take your ship, or the drive that drives it, I'm going to take it to the 29th century, and you can never have it again. If they do that, I'm just like, that's a ridiculous enough reason for Star Trek for me to go, sure, that explains why no one ever talks about it or ever mentions it. And I've got an encyclopedia, a Star Trek encyclopedia that I've had since I was a kid, right? Not long after First Contact actually came out, so early-ish 2000s. There's no mention of a mycelium spore drive. So it's not like something that was randomly mentioned in an episode somewhere and that you know everyone's just kind of forgotten about it. Yeah, they've just made it up for this show. So they have to get rid of it in a way that says this is why it's, it's never, cool. ever, ever touched on again. Otherwise, yeah. why would Voyager not try and build one and just fuck the fuck back home? <laughs> why would they not just sense. because they're like then they're like like two hundred years more advanced than Discovery's ship? Uh, what the Discovery? Yeah, yeah. So if it was something that was just sort of subtly in the background and people go, well, we, yeah, we like our warp drives, you know, we like our dilithium crystals. We'll just stick with normal warp drive and none of this fancy nonsense. But if Voyager knew about it, it was just like an, an ancient myth or something like that, then they could just research it and go, oh, no, wait, that was totally a thing and we can totally do that because there's all these spores in the universe somehow that we can use that to just travel across the entire universe and pop up back home again. Fucking Star it's, Trek, man. It's so much, It's so conveniently just not mentioned anywhere else. Like There has to be such a good reason as to why no one's... And I mean, that, that's not even the biggest... My sort of like biggest issue with it. It's just that, that that drive... And it looks cool, and I love it, and I love the ship. Like, you haven't even seen that yet. Jeez. But there's just... There's, there's, there's things that just don't add up canonically. Yeah. And yeah. they have to explain it away. If they explain it away, I can forgive it. If they don't, you're idiots. Right. I don't understand enough about Star Trek, and I haven't got that far in. So, <laughs> what else you got for me, Sunshine? Well, I got uh, Wolfenstein 2, Shadow of the Colossus Board. on Friday. Oh, well, Shadow okay. of the Colossus? Yeah. No, no, that's not what it's called. It's absolutely <laughs> not called that. What's it called? I've forgotten already. The New Colossus. Sorry. I'm, I'm still... Like, this is this was my dilemma, right? Because I don't usually buy, as, as many people who listen <laughs> um, may know, I don't usually buy games as they're coming out. Like, I think Andromeda was the last thing I got, and that again was the last thing that I got for a long time. I don't usually buy things sort of day one or whatever. Yeah. However, I was left with a bit of a dilemma because I had Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus, and I had Shadow of War, 
and I was just like, I need to get one. Well, I can get both. Let's be realistic, but I, I wanted to have one that I could just sink some time into, and you know, because I mean, I've got um, the fractured butthole as well, and it's yeah. amazing. But that, I'm enjoying that one so much, and it's so funny that I want to kind of, I want to break from that, and I want to play through something else and give myself time to, you know, I, I can just go back to South Park whenever I want to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I decided on Wolfenstein um, because. The New Order blew me away. I was just so impressed with just how it looked and how it felt, and it was atmospheric, and it was violent, and it was killing Nazis, and it was cool. <laughs> so, um, and I love the look of Shadow of War. You know how excited I've been for that. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I started seeing some of the trailers and some of the gameplay footage of Wolfenstein 2, I was just like, God damn, that just looks so cool. Um, so I got it on like uh, Friday Just Gone, I think, and I completed it by Sunday. I mean, it's still about like 15 hours or so, and I was only playing like mid-difficulty. And there were there were a couple of bits that I struggled maybe, but most of it was kind of a breeze. Hmm. Um, but man, it's good. It is real good. There's some, like, some great storytelling, some really cool characters. It's setting itself up for a third game. I'm hoping it's not just uh, a trilogy, and they, they carry on pumping these out to this to this quality. But there's, there's definitely going to be a third one. And I'm annoyed because I've got it within a week or two of it coming out. And now I've got to wait like two fucking years <laughs> for the next one to come out <laughs> so minimal. I can carry on playing it. But it's it's so good. And I know that the DLC, because I've got some DLC with it as well from our friends at CD Keys. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27 qu- 27.90 something, I think. I'm going to have a lot now, Daniel. Yeah, it was, it was 20 odds quid, uh, like 27 quid, and it came with two pieces of DLC as well, which should now be available as of this listening to the podcast. Um, and I'm not, I haven't even played them yet. They're unlocked, but I've never played them. So I'm going to probably do that tonight, actually, after I've finished with this idiot. Um, so Wolfenstein, get it. Absolutely love it. Shadow of War, though, I think I'm going to last about a week before I go, oh, fuck it, and just buy that yeah. as well, and just start caning through that because I, I cannot wait to get stuck into that that I know there's going to be a lot more to that than there yeah, is uh, Wolfenstein J- James is about 30 hours in yeah and he's n- not close to finishing well I completed the uh, Witcher 3 in about 80 odd hours I think well that I mean I, I mean I got to the end of the the story in 80 hours but I've still got so many side quests to do in the in the main game and then I've got the two pieces of DLC which are separate worlds unto themselves on yeah. top of that as well I mean, there is so much content in that game. It's fucking crazy. Well, you can uh, head to uh, CD Keys via the link in the description, and you get Wolfenstein: The New Colossus on PC for twenty-seven ninety-nine from our friends at CD Keys, and you can purchase the uh, Freedom Chronicles Episode Zero DLC for one pound ninety-nine pence. Awesome! Excellent stuff. Why it's coming up on the channel? Well, I was going to talk about my D&D progress, but if you just want to sort of bail on that, then fuck you. Well, I'm doing it anyway. To. No, <laughs> I was going to have to wait. Dan. Why? <laughs> we haven't got time. No, bollocks, I'll wrap it up, right? There's been we about go. four fucking sessions, and I've forgotten <laughs> half of it already, right? So I can't exactly keep it as detailed as last time. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, oh, Christ, where do I start? Fuck me. Um, the, bear in mind, there's been like nine hours worth of play that's happened, if, if not a little bit more than that. Um... Do you know what? Fuck it, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. I, there's no way I could possibly... Sum- I mean, it's it's still so much fun. And well, every, like a lot of people have changed characters. We've actually had two new people that have joined the group as well. Hey, 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 hey. I've got a better idea, Dan. Okay, go on. What we're going to do, we're not going to do it on the podcast. Oh, okay. You're going to sit down and we're going to do it properly. And then I'm going to turn it into a PvP show. Ooh. So there'll be animated... Stuff, people, peoples, and wizards and goblins. I don't, I don't know. I forgot what shit is. You're a halfling, aren't you? That's right, I am. There you I'm, go. I I'm remember. Still, stuff. I'm the literally that's the only thing. one left from everyone that's playing that's still using the original character that we started out with. That, that, that's dedication. That is halfling. It is. And man alive, I'm kicking some ass. I'm getting some really. I don't think I've fucked up a single roll yet. It's brilliant. Except hacks. hacks. Like, <laughs> there was like there was. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this one thing. Uh. Free. There was there was one session that I couldn't go to because something I've already got something planned with you, unfortunately. Um, My birthday. And, no, no, oh. no, no. It wasn't that. Um, but because I wasn't there and they they still had the the session, um, they I, you know obviously I couldn't play. 
So I they 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 knocked me out, right? So I was unconscious through the, through the entire session. Oh god. Um but it was it was like a case of I would, you know, come back around and then piss on a uh, 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 dangerous magic mushroom and knock myself back out again <laughs> um so like i i just had like because i've had like some really sort of like good encounters i've intimidated some people i killed an ogre um in the in the last thing that we had well i don't not single-handedly i kind of like finishing blowed it but man it's cool um but like there was just this one section where i was completely fucking used to, like someone used me as a weapon at one point <laughs> like grabbing by my ankles and smack someone with me so like they, they, they really took the piss <laughs> when I was unconscious. Um, but I came back in strong for the next one. We've had some really good sort of like role playing stuff that's going on as well. Oh, it's so good! I wish I could record it honestly. If it was well, like three hours ago, I'd definitely record it. Well, we will we'll do it properly, Dan, and uh, we'll make it to a PvP show. So, some stuff that's coming up on the channel. Um, we uh, we filmed some Goldeneye yesterday. We did um, with our new favorite mode, Arsenal. And uh, it's pretty good. Um, you can go onto uh, the channel and the website and stuff, which we'll go through after. And Dan did a uh, RimWorld video last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there is Cal and Zoe's Halloweenathons Part 1 and Part 2 that is up, along with GTA 5 Boinking and uh, Cal and Zoe do Cuphead. So there's lots of stuff you can go and look at. Where might they, might, 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 might they? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> you can go to www.podcastvsplayer.com or .co.uk. You can go to youtube.com, which is probably where you're watching this, uh, forward slash podcast versus player. Everything is usually listed on there. Eh, kind of first. Most uh, things. Except the podcast, yeah. I think. Yeah, podcast on the website first. Yeah, you can tweet us at uh, podcastvplayer. You can send us an email to playervpodcast at gmail.com. Um, all this like Instagram and most of it's all I'll tell you what just go on the bloody website go on the contact us section and everything's listed on there and we've got a shop as well we so have if you want to buy t-shirts or posters or clocks or mouse mats or mugs there's a, a varying amount of uh, sort of like just general bits and pieces some of which is PvP related some of which is just funny stuff that we've drawn <laughs> I say we like I'm taking credit for it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, Dan does it all. I just upload them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, 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 you're like my um, my pseudonym. <laughs> so I, I do everything and then put it under your name. So hey. that, um, if it's all shit and no one likes it, then you get that's that, Yeah, but if it's good, you get paid. Bingo. <laughs> um, we still need to finish our Trictus halfling as well. God damn, we do. Yeah. Um, what we're doing is Dan is looking over my shoulder and just shouting things at me. And I draw them, and yeah, then basically. when it's when it's finished, um, we'll show you. Crack that whip, baby! It's been fun. It, it's been all right, although we haven't done it for a while. But it, it was it was good. It was a it was a thing that we did, and we haven't done it since. Yes, <laughs> just like everything else. <laughs> <laughs> right, as always, Dan. What is on Dan's monitor? What is on it today? Which one? Right. Right, okay. Let me just get the shit out of the way. <laughs> okay, ooh. This is if you get this I'll be I'll be slightly impressed. But it's a it is a photograph, it's a photograph that I've taken. Mm-hmm. Um it's of someone someone that you do know from a long time Yoldy time in the past. Um very drunk. Jordan. No, and I thought you might say Jordan, but it's oh, not Jordan. God damn it. Is it you? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, how long ago? College days. Oh, so it is someone from college. Yeah. Is it Rory? I've got a photograph of Rory. <laughs> These names are not going to mean anything to no. anyone, by the way. Um, can I have another clue? Is it male or female? It's female. Um, interesting surname. Robin. No, but good guess. Ah, oh, she's got an interesting surname. She has. She has got an interesting surname. Um, was they part of the inner circle or the outer circle or the yeah, kind of outer circle? The, the triangulathon. Uh, I'm gonna need another clue, Dan. Um, a relative of this person designed the podcast intro. Is it Gemma? 
It is Gemma. I won't say her last name in case people just Hunter down randomly Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it is, and she's wearing my my little rocker uh, poncho, poncho thing with oh, some. I'm not even joking. When you said it's somebody drunk, I automatically assumed they was wearing the poncho. Did you really? Yeah, I'm not even joking. Yeah, they, she absolutely is. The first picture that came in my head was, oh, there's that picture with the the gas mask and the poncho, and then I realised that's you. That, <laughs> the that gas one mask was me, poncho. but she's wearing the poncho, but some like scuba diving goggles. <laughs> I don't know why. Can I, I have don't a bo- know where they came from. Can I have a bonus point? For what? It, no, what? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Oh, right, okay. Um, sure, bonus, <laughs> yeah, bonus. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Um, oh no! Right, I remember. Is no, it's not that picture. I can't have the bonus point. I was going to say, is this picture from Facebook? And on the comments, it's uh, you saying where you got the poncho from, and then someone's like, "No, they didn't. I bought it." Yeah, <laughs> but that, that is the photo of you, not of Gemma. Oh right, yeah, no, because <laughs> I, I definitely bought that because I, the, I remember the whole thing. I remember exact. My memory's a bag of shit, right? But the one thing I can definitely say for sure is how I got that poncho. The thing is, Dan, like you've you've forgotten some incredibly important—not necessarily important things, but things that I have literally just told you. <laughs> mm. So I can't really trust your memory. No, but I, this I, I I had witnesses. I had I, I could I could get written statements. I've got the, I've got the receipt. I've got the footage. <laughs> no, I, I could I could give you the exact story of that poncho and how it came into my possession. But I'm not going to do it now. No, we are going to go. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, as we've already said, you can uh, visit the website. You can use the links in the description if you're watching this on YouTube, and uh, you can check out the website, the Twitter, Instagram, all the other good stuff. Um, our Lou Goldeneye video will be up in, probably by the time this podcast's gone up uh, all being well if not a couple of days later and we have some more stuff planned so keep Indeed. tuned stay safe and uh, just do what you do <laughs> I bought Brilliant. it back Dan I bought it back please don't it's gone now we'll never use it again <laughs> bye <laughs>